Well, hello everybody and welcome to our podcast. It's Ruth and it's Tuesday the 13th of April. Um, I hope you're all having a great uh, day, great week, um, which, uh, yeah, is good. I feel like I have survived day one of David being away and uh, both churches are still standing so I feel like that's one day down another it's about 120 days to go something like that so um there we go um I'm sure it'll be fine and I'm sure there's bits of it that I'm going to enjoy but I know there's going to be bits of it that I'm not going to enjoy um and I'm going to find difficult and all of that stuff but there we go um prayer is a good companion and um yeah I will continue to be praying every day and ask you to pray with me and for me over the next few months uh, as various problems arise, which hopefully won't be very many. Let's pray this Tuesday. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. In your resurrection, O Christ, let heaven and earth rejoice. Alleluia. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us, so let us celebrate the feast, not with the old leaven of corruption and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, once raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. In dying, he died to sin once for all. In living, he lives to to God. See yourselves, therefore, as dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. And so as we rejoice in the gift of this day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So our Bible reading today comes from James chapter 1, and we're looking at verses 19 to 21. James 1, 19 to 21. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because our anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. So today's reading from Tim Hughes's book, Here I Am to Worship, and this is a new chapter, chapter nine, it's called um, Small Group Worship. There is a dynamic that is unique to worshipping in a small group. When everyone is huddled into a small lounge with just a guitar, it could be a very intimate experience. Some of my most treasured moments of worship have happened in this stripped down and simple setting. The stresses and distractions of leading a band that is leading a couple of hundred people and remembering to sort out all the words are removed. It's just a group of friends pouring their hearts out to their saviour. In this situation, if the worship is led well, it's amazing. If it's not, it can be pretty painful. When leading worship in a small group, it's crucial to help people focus on who it is we, be- we come before. There, there is a more social and laid back feel to a small group, which is wonderful. But the downside can be that people aren't necessarily prepared to come before the Lord. The first thing on their minds is whether they will get a seat on the comfy sofa or have to settle for the hard floor. 
Matt Redmond says, in the down-to-earth setting of a home group, it's so important that we remember to prepare our hearts for a spiritual event. In the way, in, in the way we welcome people, the way we begin the worship, and the, in the songs we sing, we need to remind people of who it is we worship. We also need to encourage people to wait for the Lord expectantly. They are more likely to come to a large church setting ready to meet with God. There is often a greater sense of expectancy and excitement that God will work powerfully. However, when the big band and PA system are not there and it's just simple little you on, a, on an old Yamaha guitar, the expectancy levels are a bit low. Jesus said, however, that when two or three people come together in his name, he is there with them. Seeing and recognising this truth raises faith levels that we can significantly encounter God in the small group context. And so now our common worship responses. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your sting? Christ is risen from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Death is swallowed up in victory. The trumpet will sound and the dead shall be raised. Where, O death, is your sting? We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. Death is swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your sting? So our prayers today come from the writings of Shane Claiborne, Jonathan Wilson Hartgrove and Enuma Okoro from their book, uh, Common Prayer. Firstly, this little reflection. Dorothy Day, co-founder of the Catholic Worker Movement, wrote, What we do is very little, but it is like the little boy with a few loaves and fishes. Christ took that little and increased it. He will do the rest. What we do is so little that we may seem to be constantly failing, but so did he fail. He met with apparent failure on the cross, but unless the seeds fall into the earth and die, there is no harvest. Father, give us patience and humility with our feeble efforts at faithfulness. Bless the minute things we do in your name, so that our small acts of faith may find witness among many and thereby glorify you. Amen. God of heaven and earth, help us to live in this world faithfully guided by your love, which manifests itself in our love towards one another. Prepare us for that great getting up, for that great getting up morning, when your new world is fully revealed. Amen. So let's join together our prayers by saying the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us ne- not, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Thank you everybody for joining me today. I will be with you tomorrow, Wednesday. Uh, I hope you have a really, really, really good day, everybody. Um, uh, I am going cycling this morning with my friend Sarah, which will be lovely. So we're just going on a little, a little, little run around, which will be nice. Um, and then back this afternoon for no doubt. I've got various meetings this afternoon and tonight. Um, yesterday I went swimming and I didn't drown, everybody. This is good news. I did not drown. You'll be pleased to hear. 
It was really nice being back in the pool though, but I, I, I've forgotten how to swim because I've forgotten how to breathe properly. So um, yeah, that's a bit of a shame, but I'll get, I'll get it back at some point soon. Hope you're all okay and uh, maybe going out to the pub or a cafe or something like that. It's a bit cold, I think, at the moment. I'd love to go to a cafe, but I think sitting outside in sort of seven, eight degrees is, uh, you'd need proper commitment. Anyway, be, uh, have a great 24 hours and I'll be with you tomorrow. So may the risen Christ grant us the joys of eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Thank you.